This is Movies, a podcast about the act of cinema. And with me today, of course, who else? Hans Lam Barbosa. How are you doing tonight, sir? Good. Uh, let me ask you. Um, <clears throat> in New York, do you need to show that vaccine thing before you go into every store? How is it out working with it? I mean, I'm not going to New York. Nobody, well, here's the thing. I'm wondering that if I go Everybody to Everybody has that sign right outside, pasted in the window that says, you have to wear a mask. You have to have your vaccination. Nobody checks. The only people who check are uh, theater workers, from my experience. Apparently, some restaurants will also check your vax card. Okay. I haven't run into that yet. Okay. Well, good thing you're fully vaccinated. Then. Yes, of course. I'm double vaccinated. <laughs> triple vaccinated, really. Hey, Tim, how are you doing tonight? What do you think of the vax? <laughs> uh, well, I'm pretty neutral on all of that stuff. I, You know, I... I, I just kind of wandered through life, and when someone gives me shit, I go, oh, I'm sorry, and then I do it that while they're there, and then I stop doing it when they're gone, usually. That's a good way to – it's a good strategy. <laughs> yeah. Fully vaccinated Tim, so, too? <clears throat> no, no. I, I, uh, I haven't been to the doctor in probably 15 years. I think you're – unless you're getting a bone reset or getting, like, your teeth cleaned, which is, you know, not necessarily a thing you have to do, but – Does a doctor do that? Uh, a doctors a, a doctor of sorts you know uh but uh, i i just don't i like i won't get my pro i don't plan on ever getting my prostate checked i've never had health insurance i just that's how i live and i won't do that because i think it's a joke i think it's amazing how much got money a guy makes to just stick his finger up someone's butt i was gonna yep. ask is it expensive to get your asshole fingered by a doctor <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> That guy's time is worth at minimum $200 an hour. Plus he's got his whole his staff, his legal team, you know, uh, right, the nurse that's just going to laugh, giggle at you in the corner. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You, Cause you moan weirdly when the finger, <laughs> when the finger goes up, you go, when was the last time you saw a doctor? I haven't been to a doctor in eight years. I paid for an EKG out of pocket in cat cold, hard cash. They said, shouldn't you have Obamacare? I just gave them like 250 or whatever the bill was and walked out. Well, we I, have free health care here. So the last time I was at a hospital was... I wouldn't feel maybe good about that year. in Costa Rica. That's not <laughs> yeah. no, there's, there's Someone's a, paying. Someone's paying. There, there's a lot of... Uh, Black market tourists. activity. A lot of abrupt what surgery. Call it, kidneys like, being sold. <laughs> plastic surgery tourism over here. Uh-huh. There's a lot of like older women that come and get because our doctors are American educated, so they believe they're better. Hey, you know what we should have watched tonight? Uh, you know that documentary about the old women who go to what is it? The, some Jamaican island, and they all fuck no, it's in young Africa. black dudes. It's some it's, it's some African island. I think that's the name of the movie. <laughs> it's it's African the... island. Yeah, they just get black and guys they... with big dicks to search for the fuck their fat body. Yeah. Mm. Out of African Island. That's the. Uh, can I, it's like uh, a, it's like a trilogy, isn't it? No. The gods must be crazy. No. Do you want a man? Do you want a man? Pootie no. Tang. I would love to see you guys do Pootie Tang at some point. I haven't seen Pootie Tang. Hans, really? have you seen? You've Louis never C. seen directed Tang? that, right? Yeah. He wrote it too, I think. He wrote it. I think he got fired from directing three quarters of the way through or in post-production. There was some story because about that. He was a white man directing a story about a black superhero that he wrote. 
Hey, he's Mexican. How many N words? He's sorry. Mexican and Jewish. Oh, that's true. It's Mexican. That's Jewish, true. Guy. Yeah. What is it? Luz Kelly Vasquez or some shit? I don't know if that's I true. Don't know. Uh, <laughs> he was born in Mexico. That's all I know. So now he's Mexican. You know. <laughs> yeah, he can play that card just like me. <clears throat> uh, tonight we're going to be talking about two different movies that you picked, uh, Tim. And you know, you can you can go into explaining what you see as a, you know, a link that. Uh, Maybe makes these uh, maybe not parallel, but I just thought some... of them both at the same time. But then, uh, uh, retro <laughs> retrospectively, <laughs> yeah. Uh, these are, these movies are nothing alike, by the way. Hamlet no, two the, from two thousand eight, yeah, the and only nobody thing that from I, this year. The only thing that I think unites them is they are they're the type of movie that I find. Uh, what's the movie Roadhouse? Is like it's weird to compare Roadhouse to these two movies, but no, it's like a Roadhouse trilogy, a spiritual trilogy is Roadhouse. Yeah, nobody, uh, Roadhouse is one too. of those movies. It doesn't matter if you watch it because you think it's stupid and you hate it, you'll enjoy it. If you watch it because you really are like one of those guys that genuinely finds it like spiritually enthralling. This guy's journey as a as a bar defender, <laughs> bar whatever, whatever you want to call him, a bouncer, <laughs> right? A, a bar, <laughs> bar defender. defender. That's what they do. <laughs> Right, that's what I call him. A bouncer doesn't do anything. He just defends the bar. Uh, so he's like, "Hey, you're not bringing that in here. This is a nice place, you know." Um, yeah, but that movie—it's never—it's like, never a nice place, by the way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, they wouldn't need that guy. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, that movie, for me, just like it hits every. It it weirdly ticks off every box that anyone in the audience could. Anyone can watch that and find it uh, something that they enjoy about it, I think, even if it's hating on it, you know? So Hamlet 2 and Nobody had this weird kind of – that they're kind of like that in that they can be comedies or they can be very serious, Um in the in the in their attempts at certain things in them and nobody is not that good i didn't like nobody that much i enjoyed parts of it mm-hmm. i enjoyed elements of it but once my brain as like a filmmaker with the curse of a filmmaker watching a film has is once my brain sees gears turning on how it could have been better i can't watch that movie i can't help but see that other movie uh whereas hamlet 2 has the reverse effect. The first time I watched it, I was like, that's pretty funny. Then I watched it again a few years later. I was like, holy crap, this is <laughs> this is a masterpiece. This isn't just good. This is on another level of good, in my opinion. I think that, that movie is achieved something that everybody tries to, which is it's uh, exceedingly good to both uh, the regular crowd and the and the really the more learned you are, I think you start seeing it a different way. And when I go back and visit it, as I get older, I I relate to different characters. And there's not really a wasted moment on screen. Whereas nobody I thought had a lot of meandering and like it could have been better. It was short, which was nice, but it could have been better right. if it was even shorter. I thought. But it yeah, enjoys, they, they both enjoy the fact that they're movies. That's yeah. what I will say ties them together. They're like, we're making a movie. We're having fun. We're doing it this the way we're doing it. So We were talking before the show, and it seemed like with you, Hans, with Hamlet 2 anyway, it was the opposite effect. 
Mm. Oh yeah. That you did not vibe I, it on this go around, but you liked it before. No, I, I remembered uh, Hamlet 2 having like a Freddy got fingered effect on me where uh, when I first saw it, I was like, this is awesome. Like, I love this movie. This is so funny. Uh, from like minute one to the end, I remember laughing. I think I own Freddy Good Finger on DVD and everything. Uh, but uh, this time around, it just felt like, oh, oh yeah, I remember when this was funny. I remember when I was a bright-eyed boy, 23-year-old boy, <laughs> bright-eyed 23-year-old boy watching this. And I was like, oh, Steve Coogan is actually pretty good before I ever knew anything about Steve Coogan. Before his heroin uh, addiction that ruined Owen Wilson and caused him to yeah, try to commit suicide. Best thing he's ever done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm a huge fan of his Alan Partridge character. So that, for whatever reason, I tried to find a little bit of that in here and uh, I, I couldn't. Uh, well, American Steve nobody... Coogan is a completely different Steve Coogan, typically anyway, on screen, than what you would get in the UK, than what you would get in those uh classic trip films the trip the trip yeah. to italy the trip to those are all infinitely watchable even if it's the same so, movie every single time well hodge just to tie in the movie you didn't think steve coogan's acid trip sequence knowing what you know about him now isn't also funnier now that they put him in a position where he was playing a character <laughs> that was like Get, may have been raped by one of his students because you never know what happened. That's the brilliance, I think, of that cut with the acid sequence. The acid trip is they cut, and then he wakes right. up and he says, "Time begins and and, and stops now." And we have no yes. idea what happened, but we're watching a different movie after that. Like the students are all different when he goes. I don't know. It's like a dip to black. Oh my god! Stage. I didn't even I didn't even think of that. Yeah, he wakes but, up with no pants, and then he becomes a different person after. That he gets in a fight oh my with the Jesus. Ga- with, with the ga- then the gay student <laughs> this goes is... crazy at him. This know? is a two. What is it? Room two three seven. Yeah, uh, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> <Probably> two. <laughs> but I, can I get filled in real quick as an aside on the whole? I know Owen Wilson tried to kill himself. I saw a video of David Spade saying I didn't know that from TMZ, and then that was all I knew about that story. And then owen wilson was gone and then he showed up in a woody allen movie and i was like what's going on that's essentially i never knew i don't know if there's any hard hard details about it that have come out i think he cut his wrist he tried to do the robin williams thing of getting in a tub you cut your wrist and then you also try to hang yourself at the same time but somebody caught him so uh he lived obviously he's in that new wes anderson film that just came out this week of course but is uh, that the only person that's employing him still kind of he i mean look he was just in marvel before he was in like he was on the Loki. He was oh, in Loki. Right, 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 right. So he's making oh, a comeback now. Just a yeah. Disney Plus for actor then. Yep. Yeah, he's really scraping the bottom of the barrel now. Working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a loser! Kills himself. Making tries to tries make, to can't even do that right now. He's making no music. making no fucking money at all. Should just try to kill himself again. And here I am <laughs> in fucking Costa Rica, criticizing him, uh, <laughs> making zero money. Uh, what is steve coogan take... doing that's a real question i haven't seen steve that's he a... did one trip film last year i haven't seen him in anything else since his he, actually as a matter of fact his american career kind of died with this it came up with yeah. this movie mm-hmm. and tropic thunder which was the same year 2008 great year for for commercial big blockbuster movies and just flatlined after that mm. well wasn't he's that just... the t- around the time of the 
I don't know. Could there could have been a big Hollywood orgy? A lot of things were said. Things were done. Owen Wilson tries to kill himself later. Drugs weren't as good as they thought. You know what I mean? I, mm. you know, his whole career goes up in flames in one one party in Hollywood. You know. Well, it, it seems like he's just doing uh, Alan Partridge again because that's still huge in England. So he's just. Uh, so it's the Rowan Atkinson thing where you you pass yeah. a certain age and then you're just Mr. <laughs> Bean 24-7. Which I don't hate. I love that character. I think the character is so cringe-inducing that it's never not watchable, but it's kind of like, yeah, you tried it. You tried your stick in Hollywood with no accent and uh, didn't really. people didn't really go for it. But he still uh, he gets did. real roles in the UK. He was in Philomena in 2013 or 2014. That was an Academy Award uh, nominated film. You guys see that? The only British stuff I follow is uh, <laughs> what? Who, who is that? What's the name of the guy who did Flowers? He's uh, he's Japanese ethnically, but born in England, and I think he's one of the most interesting hmm. guys. But that's the only British thing I follow now. Julian Barrett was on it. It's called Flowers. It's hard to. There was two seasons. First season, oh, Will Sharp. Will Sharp, yeah, Will Sharp, hilarious. If you've never seen anything from Will Sharp, mm-hmm. I highly suggest checking him out. Very, very unique. He has a very unique sensibility. Although, I think he's found his groove, and now he's becoming kind of a Wes Anderson, where it's like, oh, I'm going to do these things for every movie, mm-hmm. and it's kind of similar thematically. But so far, still pretty entertaining. I would definitely check out Will Sharp's stuff. Uh, just to talk a little bit about nobody, I watched this movie twice. It kind of, I was preoccupied last night. I rented it on Amazon and I decided to give it a, a watch today. But my impression of it when I was half paying attention to it was this feels like the movie Atomic Blonde, but with Bob Odenkirk. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but it's a pretty generic action film with yeah. good enough, like fight choreography. And they rely very heavily on pop music. Yeah. And that kind of mm-hmm. that's that's the same case a bit with nobody where they throw in a bunch of seventies hits and then play them for too long, and they stretch <clears> them out throughout the scene. And this is when uh, I when I fully paid yeah. attention to it, my impression was almost exactly the same as when I was half paying attention to it. I was, <laughs> I was like, all right, that was that was kind of like a five out of ten, I guess. I mean, it, it's watchable. It, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it felt to me like if uh, Edgar Wright was told to direct a grown-up version of uh, Home Alone type of thing. It's like, oh, this is, yeah. uh, this, it's got a very Edgar Wright editing with, with that fast-forwarding thing. It's just quick yeah. whoosh, whoosh, action, 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 things happening. Like, that felt very Edgar Wright to me. And then also the music that was used. And the, the action scenes were very uh, Edgar Wrighty, at least, like, his spaced stuff and kind of a... Uh, what is it? Uh, hot fuss ish at times, but um, yeah, the, uh, the whole. Uh, I- I'm enjoying um, Christopher Lloyd taking like a Peter Boyle type of roles, like in this one. Like I felt like this would have been a Peter Boyle role in like the '80s or '90s. The, the role that he played was just an yeah. old guy that, that shoots hey, people. That's one big upside <laughs> to this movie is Christopher Lloyd getting work. I'm always yeah. pretty happy to see Christopher Lloyd in anything. <laughs> Never disappointed. Yeah. Never disappointed. Yeah, no, he's a guy. House he's been completely ignored, <laughs> along with Christopher Walken, these creepy old men who were in everything in the 90s. They don't get yeah. any work at all anymore. Wasted. Mm. So it's good to see him pop up. You know, when nobody 
crossed the line from jumped the shark, I guess you could say in the film was uh, there's a scene where he's in the tr- uh, spoilers, I guess uh, there's a scene where he's in the trunk and they he kicks his way out of the back and a character yeah. it's kind of poorly co- composited. You get what's going on, but it doesn't make any sense. And then the car flips and you're like, all right, I don't, I think we're not supposed to take this nearly as seriously as that we were supposed to take that first fight. But then right. by the time Christopher Lloyd is like dual wielding shotguns or whatever, I was like, all right, this is fine. I'm fine with this. Well, the, 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 the point where he ch- shoots two guys with a shotgun and then the nurse comes and he's like, hey, turn that TV down. I was like, all right, I, got, I get what this is trying to do. All right. right. Yeah. Fair I, that's enough. what yeah. I, uh, I had there was a couple of things going into that that I knew this was part of the reason it came to my to my mind and I this speaks to what Lovitz is talking about is the director is Russian he's the guy that did uh, Hardcore Henry yeah yeah but his music videos are way better than his movies his music video videos are spectacular I would because he, he's in a band called the Biting Elbows and he did that Bad Motherfucker was the song and. Uh, that's the name of the song. I mean, I don't know how else to say it, but the video was all that first person action sequence. And I just remember seeing that video ages ago. Was that like you a know, beta when, run then for what hardcore Henry would wind up being? Yes, that was base. They had, that was the second music video with that premise that they did as well, but they really nailed it on the second time. And then they went ahead and did the expanded it into the movie. And there's sections of that movie that I was like, that was good. But overall, this is a, a bit nauseating. It's not as not. It, it's it made the end of Doom, the movie with the Rock, look good by comparison. Do you remember that? I, ha- I you know, I haven't seen Doom. Uh, that was <laughs> on cable recently, Claw, and I kind of watched it. Yeah. Very like I was tuning into like the middle of it because on the Amazon Prime app they give you like it's live TV. All right, so I'm tuning into AMC or whatever, right. and um, it just seemed very not good it seemed really terrible it's not it's not good these movies in in an era i i think where uh you know like movies like crank really set the you know the the record of like all right this is what an action movie is supposed to be a lot of jason statham transporter yeah uh, style films and they just made it as over the top as possible like those nicholas cage ghost rider movies more so than Mm. i guess the second one right that one's pretty insane too um they don't really have vengeance in the in the title yes the spirit of vengeance yeah yeah, there it is okay yeah (laughs) when vengeance is in the title of one of the sequels you know it's gonna be good it's gonna be way they're gonna top whatever they did before but that to me that's where a filmmaker that's why like i i would i applaud good action films because if you start too big you can't go anywhere which is what nobody did differently at the end for a moment just to fuck with you, which I thought was great. That's what it redeemed itself to me when he goes in and sits down and has the conversation. He does the old Joker, I'm strapped with a bomb gig. He's sitting at a stake or something at the club. Yeah. Yeah. And he has a conversation with him about how they don't have to fight and he doesn't have to keep ruining his stuff. He can go live his life doing something else. Take the deal. Then he gives him time to think. He walks outside and then... uh, cue the music because this is a movie this is a movie that's boring yeah like it's cool it it would be ballsy if they did that ending if a movie did did build to a conversation where they didn't do anything 
to each other, but mm -hmm. nobody wants to watch that. That's a, it's not a good movie. So I thought it was just funny that they did both of those, uh, those elements. Although this is a, I couldn't help but feel like this was a movie that they fired the original director on or had somebody on for pre-production <laughs> then changed during production because it did feel like there's a conflict of styles going on yeah is it because you couldn't tell if he was a badass or like a, a clung head that couldn't do anything yeah and the the sequence where they're in the opening where it's just like monday tuesday wednesday Thursday, and they do it yeah. over and over that was just multiple takes so that was like an afterthought in the editing world where they were like right. oh well, let's make it a mundane thing and add some flash in the beginning otherwise it's boring <clears throat> and stupid you know it's just another guy who reaches his breaking point and his save the cat moment is so obvious it happens at the end and it's so out of nowhere i was like there's some redeeming qualities, but it just felt like there was two different writers or two different directors that it just wasn't the same people all the way throughout the movie. Also, uh, do you guys feel like the character maybe over exaggerated a little bit when he was on that bus? <laughs> it's like there's five drunk <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah. There's five drunk people coming in. There's crash their truck. I thought I missed something when I watched it the first time. I was like, all right, yeah. so these are the bad guys. And no, yeah. they're just out on the town yeah. having a good time. And uh, Bob Odenkirk they're... spoils that. He spoils all the fun. <laughs> yeah. They're being slightly annoying. I've been, I've been there. I've been with kind of drunken people on the bus where you're just like, ah, fucking around with your friends. And then but a, that's a girl the... is there. That, remember that that's the turning point in the movie is like some dudes crash into the movie there the movie's over he's already yeah. done the thing he and he failed so now yeah. and now he has to take his aggression on out on somebody and it's like he's kind of an asshole but he you know what movie came to mind was uh, a history of violence i was like this is a stylized history of violence <laughs> because as they go through like the wife finds out that he had a real a different history but the the speech about everybody having that second moment where he was like, Oh, he went and saw that guy who had like really reformed and changed. And he was like, I wanted that and stuff. That was fascinating to me, that element of it, but it was like fleeting. There was all these little like bite-sized morsels where I was like, I wish they had explored that more. Cause that's cool. But I think because it was fleeting is what makes it cool. You know, like because they didn't overdo it. Those little moments were cool, but overall, it added up to, eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that, I think one of the is... most uh, gratuitous <laughs> things in the, the film seemed to be an overabundance of green screen that was used for every single, like the bus, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. I mean, the bus shots look completely fake, and you didn't yeah. even have to do that. You could have just parked a bus in a parking lot or something, just, just yeah. an empty driveway, and you could have done that pretty easily, but you have him sitting at the back of the bus a regular old Rosa Parks, and you just see nothing but like a cartoon city behind him. Right. Um, you know, just like a Matrix tricking here. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. no. Tim, have you seen that new Matrix, the trailer to it? Uh, uh, no. I, I've actively it. avoided it. I, I love watching movies blind. I got to say, like, I sp the bigger they are and the more I can, like, shield myself now. From it's it's the first anything. shot in the trailer. Hans, pull up. Just just yeah. well, all we need to do yeah, is do yeah. the first shot. shot. It's literally yeah. the establishing shot, the very first still of the movie. We're yeah, it's a for Fortnite. It there looks you like go. That, that's it. That's what they open with. Good. And you think, you think it's like, all right, well, 
It's the Matrix, right? <laughs> so maybe they're doing something. It's no, no, no. Right. Every single shot is Sim City in this movie. Oh wow! Yeah, it looks like shit. Oh my gosh! Well, what, all right, that's enough. We don't want to ruin I don't it. Know. What, yeah, for, what, for t- that's all si- you have to. Oh my god! What <laughs> cinematographer would sign up for that nightmare? You know what I mean? Think about the first movies. Oh. The very first one, like. Those cinematographers went be above and beyond. That's what makes the first Matrix is like the cinematography of the first one is exceptionally good. That and Joe Joe Pantliano being another wormy guy. He's not catching yeah. the wormy guy enough lately. That's my opinion. It's because he yeah. can't read or something. He got like his brain melted. He was in a car accident. I don't know. Something's up with Joe Joey Pants. Oh, poor Joey. Hey, did he? Uh... Well, the um, let's see. The cinematographer <laughs> worked on. Um, a bunch of Italian shit. Yeah, I okay. can't even. They're all just Italian. Il I was, Comis- was going to say, Comisario. you know what that looked like to me? Uh, which isn't a put down of the movie it looked like, but it looked like Babe Pig in the City. Oh, my like, God. Uh, <laughs> it looked like that. Uh, but Babe Pig in the City is going for storybook cartoonish. Yeah. Ridiculous. Not this is the Matrix. And I look. I live in three cities at once, apparently. Like, what were those skylines? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. But the best thing about this Matrix trailer is when they get someone that kind of looks like Lawrence Fishburne, but not really. No, he, like, doesn't oh, look, a, he doesn't look a goddamn thing like him. He's the go-to black guy for every he's the candy man. role. Yes, he's the candy, candy man. man. Every time you can't get the original black actor, you get that guy, and he fills in. He's done it now for three or four movies, and that's who they got for Fishburne, because I guess Fishburne's too fat. Uh, they, he said he wasn't even asked for the movie. He didn't turn it down. Fishburne is literally the guy from Alien, the Alien sequel, living in the, Fishburne in the, is sh- too in the busy. ship going insane by himself. Right? He, he's too busy trying to keep his daughter from doing pornography. God, wait, <laughs> hold on. This isn't a movie. This is in the next Matrix. This is the next yes. Matrix. There you wait, go. Hold on a second. <laughs> hold on, dude. Yes, you haven't seen the trailer. No, hold I on, haven't. Man. Se- I, uh, hold on. I'll, 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 share, I'll share. No, no. I'll share my audio so that you can get the full enjoyment. Where's she? Oh man. You got a. Uh, that's a new Oracle. Is Pat, uh, what's his name? Pat Oswalt. That's right. Yes. One of the. Uh, Neil Patrick, Nick, yeah. Neil Patrick Harris is Neil, the Doogie Anthony Hauser. Michael Hall. Yeah, yeah, he got Whatever. the new Oracle there, and uh, oh god, it'd be great if James Corden played. Agent I gotta Smith hand it to Keanu, <laughs> man. He really, he'll, he's a good guy. He'll give you, way, he'll, he'll give it the old college try. You know, he's, he, I, hey, I'm not cutting my hair. <laughs> and I'm wearing the same thing that I always wear every day. Who is this guy? I... <laughs> you remember what <laughs> this? Uh, you remember what Trinity was like hot? Uh, that that's Trinity now. Yeah, that's like that. Uh, I thought that was that Martin Short. Com- <laughs> what's the What's the comedian that got her titties cut and then she was on? Uh, oh my gosh, that I Zack Snyder movie. Uh, oh, uh, Gilda Radner. No, no. <laughs> Pig Notaro. Pig Notaro. <laughs> yes, Pig thank you. Oh, damn. <laughs> Dude. I, I opened for Tignataro. She gave me a song and dance when I bought an album off her and it made me not like her anymore. I was like, oh. just give me the album. I'm trying to support you. Just Oh no. She's trying she's to talk about her. She she's, hadn't had her just... she that this was before she had them double mastectomy. This is before oh. her, her act went that way. She actually Hell had, yeah. She had, she had a, her ace, the thirty two A's. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, no, but she had a, she had a joke about 
she had a joke. This is ironic, man. She had a joke about uh, who, who is it? Uh, the the Chaz Bono, Chaz mm-hmm. Bono, yeah. Chastity yeah. Bono, who who then yeah, became yeah, yeah. Chaz. And her right. joke was, Chaz used to be Chastity, but uh, cut off the titty, and now it's Chaz Bono. And that Ooh. was her joke. That was her joke, dude. And I, me, <laughs> later laughed harder and harder as the years went on. And as that joke developed in my own life, in my own kind of third person view of that whole situation. It's <laughs> like <laughs> a, yeah. I couldn't help but laugh, but, but, uh, you know, whatever. It, it's kind of like the belt tolls for thee type of thing. Those shots look okay. Those two shots look fine. Yeah, I guess. Uh, it, look, uh, it, wait, uh, is that is that a fat Smith? Is that who we're getting now? We're not getting. No, you don't get story. Hugo Weaving for this one either. They didn't invite him back for some reason. No, that sucks. All right, do we, we don't need to keep watching this trip. It's going to get flagged <laughs> wow. by YouTube or something. They're going to have a problem with that. It looks it's, like uh, what was the one where. Uh, Magic Mike flew around with the boots and he rescued what's her name from Family Guy? Juniper Ascending. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. Jupiter. Ascending. Jupiter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It looks like it looks like, like a that. like a Matrix fan film. Yeah. It doesn't look good at all. I I don't understand why they think that. Well, it has a for, it has a more feminine flair. If you remember, the first Matrix was directed by the Wachowski brothers, but now Lana and. Cool. Uh, no, oh, just yeah. Lana. Wachowski's sisters. Oh, it's yeah. just Lana. Just Lana. She gave her oh. other sister the boot for some reason. They're not getting a lot. all the all the brother teams, sister teams have broken up this year. The Cohens are done. The Wachowskis. Are they? Yeah. The Cohens are done. Well, yeah. Wait. So wait. What was the last thing the Cohens did? Uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Ballad uh, the, of Buster Scruggs. The Macbeth movie that's coming out in what is it, December or January on Apple, which mm-hmm. is like yeah. the first Apple Black movie that looks remotely good. Um, is only going to be, I think, Joel Cohen. Okay. Fascinating. Man. Oh, wow. The, the truly, Matrix Resurrection truly, has... Truly um... the Great Reset is happening. It's <laughs> yeah. affecting well, every aspect of our life. <laughs> well, the Matrix Resurrection has Christina Ricci as his main character. Have you seen her lately? She's playing. No. I, just saw, I just saw a gif of her from that, where she was chained up to... Black Snake, Mo. oh, Black Snake Moan. Black Snake Moan. Yeah, yeah. That's a movie that looked like it was going to be great. Had a lot of promise to yeah. it. And you watch it. It's just kind of a dud. It's just kind of boring. I, I, I just saw the, uh, yeah. the Adam's Family, the first one. And you know what? Raul Excellent. Julia. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. Yes. Raul yes. uh, Julia classic. Yeah. No, no, no. Hold on. I It felt like a movie that... And, and I hate saying this because of, on my letterbox is like a four star. And so I was like... This feels like art. Like it yeah. feels like people were thinking about the sets. They were thinking about every take that that goes into the movie, every yeah. performance. It's like people that are trying to make a good movie without the use of CGI and all that shit. And it was so good. I, I feel weird saying that. <laughs> I was rewatching the old uh, Discovery Channel show, Movie Magic, which I feel like they should be doing that now. I mean, there's all, all these YouTube channels, but I always liked the the narration and the jumping around from set to set that they did. And I don't know, it's just Ooh. classic, but they ta- they did one of the matte painting shots from Adam's Family. And I just couldn't believe, like, just looking at that and then looking at the garbage that we get now that they shoot yeah. in an afternoon. And, and going back to nobody with the green screen shots like 
I was rewatching, I watch all the time, but North by Northwest, there's a shot where they're getting off the train and they're just walking, holding stuff. It's a rear projection shot and they're on a, a track and it looks spectacular because Hitchcock knows exactly what he wants. He knows which direction the light ought to be coming from. He knows how to yeah. expose film. Like they were engineers, you know, it wasn't just put them in front of a green screen. We'll add it later. That, you know, Rear projection right. is infinite, even now infinitely more mm-hmm. charming than anything with a green screen. Uh, the Absolutely. green screen, it, you know, you, the, the seams start to show in that within a year or two uh, of, yeah. of any given films release, but rear projection has a certain artificial charm to it. Uh, yep. That and I, the fact that they're at least standing in front of what you're seeing on the screen, I think, adds a layer of. Uh, it's just much more watchable. It's much more pleasant on the eye, even if it's a more flat image than whatever mm-hmm. you could produce with a chroma key. It's Is like it? the uh, Tom Cruise. I'm thinking of Tom Cruise walking and eyes wide shut. And eyes yeah, wide yeah, shut. Yeah. Those shots Which, are great. I didn't even know great. that until recently. When I and then once you see it, it's very obvious. It's very, it's yeah. very clear. It's like all right, this is all a UK uh, you know soundstage, and then we have mm-hmm. this one shot where he's actually, yeah, I, you know. But it looks yeah. good. It still looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I wanted to watch them just because you know they put out a couple of uh, Adam's Family animations. <clears throat> but um, are you doing a retrospective Raul- that? That all caught up for yes. Adam's Family 2, the cartoon movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you watch, hold on, did you watch Julia. the Tim Curry one that was made for, what was it, ABC Family, direct-to-video for Warner Brothers? Adam's Family Reunion? No. No? no? Daryl only, only you know. Only you know about that. It's only ever been <laughs> no. released on VHS. And I got it. No. I got it once as, a, I think, an Easter gift. I feel I like, like you'd make a good Gomez, actually, dude. I feel oh, like me? Yeah. Yes. If they did... I, how about say Young something? Gomez? Can we pitch? Can we pitch Young Gomez to Netflix? And it's like how you, you met, how you meet. It's a prequel to the whole Adams Family yeah. franchise. It's, it's, like it's, it's how meet, uh, what's her name? How what you get show? horny as soon as you can grow a mustache? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> More teacher. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, Raúl Julia. I just I, I've never really paid attention to him because. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know why. I don't know he's how great. Many he's good great movies in he's every done. single movie he's in. Yeah, he gives it yeah. his all. He's great in Tempest as a pederast, where he's stalking John Cassavetti's like fifteen-year-old daughter, who's I think Molly Ringwald, and uh, they have Oingo Boingo's little girls playing while he's just creeping around the rocks. <laughs> fucking Street creep. Fighter. Street he's Fighter. He's dying. Street Fighter. Dying mid. He's the best part. Of Street yeah. Fighter. Yeah. He's yeah. just dealing with cancer because of his children. But, he, but in this... He doesn't pull he, punches. He goes all the way all the time. Yeah, yeah. Every, everything works in this. And I was very surprised by it because... Uh, well, it felt like in the in the vein of Beetlejuice and that Casper movie where it's like, all right, this is supposed to be like not adult movies, I guess. But then you watch them and you're like, there's there's like real filmmaking craft going into these movies that you wouldn't expect mm. because of you know what what filmmaking is now but you watch one of those movies now and 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 there's so much craft going into every scene that it, it's kind of amazing my, my girlfriend was falling asleep next to me because she was like yeah it's it, you know it's a it's a whatever movie but like just like the lack of use of green screen like all the the, the mapping they do for every scene to work uh you know the the staging of it of like how everyone's supposed to move in these scenes so that it works i don't know like i was i was 
I was mesmerized by Adam, the Adams Family movie, and I was like, "What? I don't, I don't understand." And the wow, sequel, wow, no. sequel, beautiful, arguably, arguably better than the original. The uh, sequel, Adams Family say. Values. Family yeah, values? Uh, yeah. they send off the children to summer camp or something. I remember. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's very and nice. Christopher Joan, Lloyd. Jo- Joan Cusack is like a Black yeah. Widow type. Yep. And. Uh, coming in to kill Christopher Lloyd and take yeah. over the inheritance. And that yeah. third one with Tim Curry, everybody loves it. Everybody says it's the best <laughs> no. <in the> trilogy. <laughs> well, Christopher Lloyd plays Uncle Fester, but like a fake Uncle Fester, which I didn't realize until I rewatched it. He's not actual Uncle Fester, but he's like, oh, I'm going to go get this inheritance. I'm going to pretend to be. And then he gets into everything they're doing. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, was, I was really mesmerized by that. After watching like five or six modern movies that just felt like whatever then i i watched this on netflix and i was like oh my god i you know this is like real art like real filmmaking that felt really weird to say about the adams i can't believe family. adams family had you make yeah. that discovery yeah, wow movies now are bad yeah. this is great hey can we pull up Pops, yeah. let's see this trailer to the adams family reunion okay. how about that i think we should do that nobody wants to remember this movie listen it's spun off I have into a, big, a tv I have show a big memory. I don't even know what that. Oh. <laughs> oh man! Wait, wait. Let me show the audio. I remember this trailer on old VHSs for sure. Oh, it's just like the it's Matrix. Only on one side. Is back. What a glorious day! <laughs> In a comedy, the whole family will love. The Adams Family Reunion. Puggles is definitely obese. Oh my god, he's really? Yeah, he's like 100 pounds heavier in this movie. <laughs> he was kind of fat, now he's like obese. I've just been dying to meet you. Likewise, of course. And oh no. Oh. skeletons in their closets. Our ancestors go all the way back to Vlad the Impaler. Oh, he sucks. As Morticia. How do I look? <laughs> just a kill. Tim Curry. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> This, this is what you're talking Seinfeld. about, right? This is what Ed made you discover. There's some art to the Adams family. Hey, there's some nice Dutch angles in this uh, trailer. <laughs> yeah. Good for them. Ed Bagley Jr. I, I gotta say, some of these shots still look pretty planned out, pretty, uh, pretty good compared to... Sad. Oh, of course, Saban. That fucking yeah. that, that Middle Eastern huckster. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> just uh, <laughs> getting all this Power Rangers uh, side show. Here's what I know about this movie. Apparently, the rights were tied up uh, with multiple companies at the same time because I, I think the the two theatrical Adams Family movies were put out by Paramount, and then this one was obviously Warner Brothers because Warner Brothers, I think, owned the rights to the. TV series or something from the fifties. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, uh, the Paramount had the characters. So they were able to pull that off. And then Saban also did a TV show for ABC family. Why don't we just pull up a trailer real quick for the ABC family. I think it was Fox family channel at the time. It was like 1998 or 1999. Uh, this series, if you thought that looked uh, terrific, you're really going to enjoy this show. <laughs> Why I think it's just know? called the new Adams family. Ah, the new. That's always a great touch is when they add new or real in front of, <laughs> right. in front of it. And they see a... I, 
you know, there's there's some new episodes of Animaniacs on Hulu. I couldn't believe they called it the new the oh, new yeah. Animaniacs yeah. or something like that. I, uh, that's like, I, I don't see any of the new items family at all. Really? All right, let me. No. Maybe I got the title wrong. Maybe I don't yeah. know. let me let me take a look real quick. You keep you keep searching though. Hey Tim, what's your yeah, favorite all... Adams family rendition? <laughs> Adams family member? Which member of uh, I always liked Cousin It. I always thought Cousin It was Yeah. He he never overstayed his welcome. He was like Steve Urkel, but they kept him to one note, you know? Like they didn't yeah. let him take over the show where they're like, Everyone likes Cousin It. Let's make Cousin It the star. And it was like he How just was... goes me, 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 me. How was so it like Steve Urkel? Just horny? That was more of a beaker. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, th- I think my favorite Adam's family member is uh, is John. Mm. Which one's that it's one? John. Is that the John Adams? woman that wants That's to the marry president of the United States? Yeah. I, I, I was gonna say the Costa Rican might not get that reference, <laughs> but no. John Adams. Yeah, dude. That was the important stuff they teach us here in America. To remember all of the president's names and what all the capitals to the states we are. visited weeks on that nonsense. Hans has been to John Adams' house. Actually, I will oh, say yeah. that. Oh yes, yeah, you did visit. Oh. You visited John, the John Adams, John Quincy. Yeah, it was creepy. Home. It was creepy as fucking. We're, we were trying like to Adams get some ghosts. Home. We're trying to get yeah. ghost footage, and we got nothing. <laughs> we didn't get anything. Yeah. I wonder what would John Adams' ghost be doing. What do you think? I don't know, saying a lot of N-words. <laughs> Hans, what, how can He's you like, not oh find God. How can you not find this? It is the new Adams Family. It was on okay. YTV I... and Canada and Fox Family. 1998. Go, go, you type that in with 1998. There's a new puzzle okay. in that one, by the way. Uh, I was going to say, oh. Hans, Hans, if you're not familiar with the 90s, there's also several other TV shows from decades earlier that was that were turned into uh, feature length films like uh, Brady Bunch. What was the other? What were the other? There was like that was, hey, you know, what? I think that Brady Bunch movie wasn't bad. If I remember, it correctly. wasn't. I, I have. It seen was it genius. It, they really knew what they were doing. That was it was just what if the Brady's existed in the real world today? Nobody like would it. get their jokes. And they wouldn't get anyone else's. They did an incest plot and everything. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There we go. Right. Man. Oh, wow. I remember this. I don't. I watched this. I might have watched this on Saturday morning. (laughs) Once or twice. Oh, wait. Hold on. I remember that, Fester. Yeah. Because that's the same actress from the movie. Yeah. I mean, the third movie. You know Uh, is this this is a time of Beetleborgs, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big bad Beetleborgs. Big bad Beetleborgs, man. So that's what you were watching with your girlfriend. You were watching several <laughs> several episodes of the New Adams Family. No uh, wonder why she was. Bored. I like it. Miserable. I love that you think that I had a girlfriend in my early teens. <laughs> <laughs> like not not at all. I had my first girlfriend in like twenty. Yeah. That's it. No. No, no, no. Well, uh, you know, this this movie, uh, you know, nobody is quite like a good episode of the new Adams family, if I recall correct. Right. It's been a while since I've watched this show, but you're right. It does have a Beetleborgs vibe to it, doesn't it? That, yeah. It's, I, it's probably all Saban. I think this was Saban as well. And what do they all shoot in Canada? So they all have those like off brand yeah. actors. It's like Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. 
I don't know if I'm familiar with that. What was that? No, nobody is. I can't. I I feel like it, I thought it was more popular than it actually was. So, the every uh, Saban took Super Sentai, this footage from Super Sentai, <laughs> yeah. and then turned it into Power Rangers. Se- Superhuman yeah. Samurai Cyber Squad was the exact same formula, but with footage from Hyper Gridman, which I'm actually reusing in a project with a friend. We're taking the Saban. Hell yeah! Formula and doing that, mixing that with Pacific Rim and a, a couple of other like nice. you know kaiju y type things. Um, but uh, yeah, it, well, this it is what Sabam looks like. The youngest Lawrence brother was uh, was ex- on exactly what you expect. <laughs> oh, he's with Hillary. He looks like Casey yeah. Kasem, but bloated. Yeah. Oh, there he is. oh my gosh. There's this billionaire. Yeah. Oh, the action pose. You can tell yeah. he drank a child's blood once. <laughs> you know, I was feeling bad about myself the other day, and I said, well, you know, at least I've never cut a child's face off and like, <laughs> danced around in its blood or anything crazy like that. I'm not oh, no, that's just that. New Year's Eve. That could be a that could be a blast for you. Um <laughs> What did I, you think I, of uh Odenkirk? I thought this movie would have sank without Odin Kirk as the lead. I was going to ask you guys that. Do you I think? Agree. Yeah. Do you guys think that this movie? I mean, it really just feels like this probably wouldn't have even gone. I mean, it, I think it had a very limited theatrical run because 2021 has been a little fucky as far as that goes, and I think it's been primarily marketed over streaming. But it's also just weird that a Universal film with a like a reasonable budget would have gone to theaters mm-hmm. with Bob Odenkirk as the lead. Um, I feel like this would have wound up direct to whatever streaming platform anyway, if he was not the front runner here. Yeah. I, I, it was kind of built on it. This is what also makes me think it might've gotten into production problems because Ilya, uh, uh, I think that's how you say his name. Ilya, the Russian director, um, you have to write in your own stunt team that you're probably comfortable working on. So now you have a black principal actor who you have to explain in the gang of Russians who are your stunt team because you want to film things a certain way. Right, right. So I felt like they were rewriting, they were unwriting certain things they might have already shot in order to fix, to explain, because they even have like a couple of lines about the fact that this guy's black with the Russian mob and the Russians are like, he's as Russian as the rest of us. And there's a, there's a, kind of like this forced dialogue. And yeah. I was like, it also wouldn't have been marketed nearly as easy right. <laughs> if it was a black, if it was just an all black gang and it was just him going, you know, falling down on everybody. <laughs> right. Know, it just yeah. it wouldn't have done, it wouldn't have flown in today's climate so it felt like at the very least all the russians were kind of shoehorned in later but it might have been a bob odenkirk like vehicle maybe he got into a disagreement with somebody or they couldn't work with the director and then i feel like they brought in somebody else maybe i'm wrong but that's just as a i mean you guys do films you know how things change like what you're making something and somebody somebody something in someone's life or whatever (laughs) takes them out and like you're like okay we got to keep going but how do we do you know how do we work around it and it's like you you either you either do the (laughs) kathleen kennedy thing where you fire everyone and reshoot it (laughs) or you or you keep i I mean 
I was definitely waiting for the David, David Cross cameo, but I guess he was too busy about, you know, worrying about the fact that his wife is fat now. <laughs> that never crossed my mind, but I, I the whole time I was thinking of him in, uh, you remember the edited, they did like the Mr. Show, like edited for TV, like Goodfellas yeah, version, yeah, yeah. where it was like yeah. Ch- Chinese dentist and like all these ridiculous things. And, that's all. I kept yeah. thinking of that now and again when Bobo, but he never really breaks character. Odin. No, that, that, well, that's not the, the the actor that you think about when you think, okay, so this is a, uh, you know, like a like a, and it's a spy that can kick everyone's ass. I don't think Bob Odenkirk is on the top of your list, which I guess works for this, but at the same time, it's kind of like. The only thing he did was just look skinnier than regular, <laughs> and 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 that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's now he's badass. He's just kind of a gray beard, and now he's just gonna you know murder a bunch of people that are coming with Uzis into his house. Right. Uh, that was yeah. I, I I couldn't tell if it was just like a long sketch, uh, or if I was <laughs> right. supposed to you know be taking it seriously by by, by the end of it. Yeah. <clears throat> now, so this going was, to I, the. I'm, theater be now here here's how we can tie it into hamlet too uh he talks about (laughs) he changes the script multiple times right as he's working on his p his project because life is happening and he says he was like he was like you've turned my character into a gay and he's like he's vicarious and then he goes goes, uh he got and then he continues to he's like you know the uh my wife you know some personal things and looking at my relationship with my father and not to mention my wife's intense desire to get pregnant and the acid i just started thinking about things differently (laughs) and that's why he changed changes the script and he's like theater is a living thing so i was like nobody does feel like one of those living thing situations where it was just plagued with one or two big problems that they're like we've we've done dealt with this before it's okay We'll keep going. We'll bring in this other person. It'll be his chance to, it's a director from Russia. They do this like with, what's his name? Sandberg, who ended up doing Shazam and Lights Out, where it's like, they they bring him in, they test him on some project, same as Stanley Kubrick. They test him on some project halfway through. They finally get their chance because some prima donna walks off or something. And then if they deliver something, that's usually a win for the, uh, you save the production from going out of business. Well, it, you you could tell this movie uh, <laughs> Hamlet Two was written probably with uh, the musical number first, and then everything after. You know, mm-hmm. like we think of all of these funny things that we're gonna put in the last twenty minutes of the movie, mm-hmm. and then let's just build. You know, after that, because the 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 songs and everything that happens in the play which goes on for like, yeah, 20, 25 minutes of the story feels like the only thing that's scripted and everything else is just like, okay, well, let's figure out which characters kind of fit into this Mm -hmm. uh, to make them, you know, create the characters before the performance happens. But uh, But, yeah, I would. uh, One of the things that always irks me as somebody, as a viewer is when a character doesn't have a payoff. Uh, James Gunn, say whatever you want about him personally. He knows how to. He knows that you kill characters you don't need anymore, and, and if they're still there at the end, they have to have gone through a change. So Hamlet too doesn't have a single character no. that doesn't 
get a, a payoff. Even the two hicks that were like, we watched them Kill Bill movies like 20 times. And they do like the, the wire work. The stoner <laughs> that sold him the paperwork is in the audience and goes, that is excellent wire work during the show. <laughs> so right. it's like every single, uh, like, I think the writing in, in Hamlet too was, is kind of in reverse, but I think sometimes good stories are like, you start with the ending and you work your way back. That's the, back. Like, that's the only thing that worked for me in that movie. Like once they, they set up that, okay, so this is the play going forward from now on. Right. All that, all that shit works. Whatever happens behind it or before it is kind of like, Oh, I, I, I don't really you know, you don't really care about any other characters or anything go through. Uh-huh. The fact that, you know, his wife cheats with, uh, what's his name? The wrestler guy is a wrestler. Oh, yeah. uh, from uh, Arquette, uh, yeah. Arquette, Arquette brother, whatever. David Arquette, yeah, who's David a Arquette. wrestler that almost died recently because he got uh, his throat cut on some wrestling fight or whatever. What? Really? Uh, yeah. Man, I yeah, yeah. Actors. yeah. He's actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really dramatic. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, was yeah. doing like he, he was he went so uh in WCW on the I think it's the nineties or early two thousands before before it was bought by uh uh Vince McMahon, he uh went through a phase where he was like the champion, but he wouldn't fight anyone. And he was because he was doing I think it was ready to rumble. Yeah, ready movie, to rumble or, was ninety nine, yeah. ninety eight. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so he was a, he turned into like a full time wrestler, and then in, in this violent fight, he like got his throat cut, and uh, he had to like run to get help because you know he might have died when you get your throat cut <laughs> by someone in a fight. Uh, so, so just seeing him as like that that guy, just like this supposed to be like sexy roommate, like sexy in shape roommate, was kind of weird after you know knowing all that history but uh everything that happened before the the play kind of feels like filler like kind of feels like they just retroactively they were like all right we have uh 20 minutes of this funny uh uh play that's going to be hamlet too and we're just going to be offensive and like throw whatever jokes we can let's try to figure out a backstory for this character and every other character there where uh yeah by the by the time they got to the play i i didn't really care for any of the characters but that's the only time when i when i laugh when they were actually doing the play shit well, this, so this, that's this movie thought... was written by one of the guys who worked on south park and they were big on musicals right. obviously I so think, it was uh, probably whoever was the expert as far as that went i i hate to call you a misogynist but i think it was pam brady she's a woman <laughs> Oh, excuse me. Ah, I can't nah, believe they I'm fine too. I'm man. Trust me. If you had, ha- if anybody, like, I would never call you that, even in jest. <laughs> like, but uh, I, I just couldn't help. But I was like, no. How Pam, many Pam, women Pam, have Pam, I called pigs on Pam this Brady. show before? How many, how many women whose weight I've criticized in movies and TV? Any episode of Civic TV? Point out somebody's moles. Uh, <clears throat> I just, I just found out. A so, civic duty. Civic Who's got duty. dogs barking in the back? Is that you, Hans, or is that yeah, you, Yeah, it's me. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, it's me. Hans, I'm, right I'm, I'm, I'm the one that lives in a third world country. You know, they're probably <laughs> killing some Nicaraguan some, some shit. It's, yeah. uh, that's the security system. Not on Hamlet, too. Although, we were talking about David Arquette. Have you guys seen the new Scream trailer? There's a new Scream. Oh, there's yeah, a new yeah. Scream. It's Scream 5. It's called Scream. I don't want... Mm. Mm. 
Is Wes Screamer? Craven doing it? No, he's dead. He's been dead for like <laughs> years now. He's rotting. He's busy. I know. That's why they're like, how long do we have to wait before we continue to capitalize on that guy's intellectual property? They're like, oh, I, I, I never thought Scream was even good. Like, I never Me really neither. liked. I've never no. understood the appeal. The first one, yeah. when it came out, very meta, very edgy, fine. After And when I went to see Scream 2, I wore that mask or I brought it in, but didn't tell anyone. And I leaned over to a girl that was there with us, and she punched me in the face because she got so scared. <laughs> but you know, whatever. That's funny. Well, those are my, those are, those are my screen just, memories. That's it. It's like it's, the like, it's one of the movies. It's like just hang up the phone, and you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you in the second one, you get to see up. Jada Pinkett Smith get hers in the opening minutes as a as a kind of retroactive punishment for cuckoldry for cuckolding poor Will Smith, depressed Will Smith, who thought about right. killing himself and his father, apparently. Yeah. There's so much news wow. out of that disturbed Smith family. A professor at school, uh, one of my film professors, told me that uh, this is when I, the, the, the facade of Hollywood started to really shatter for me. He said that he had a friend that worked in Hollywood, and one of his jobs was to organize orgies for Will Smith and, and Jada. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, uh, have you guys heard the story? <laughs> Actually, this ties back to the Arquettes because I think it was Alexis Arquette, uh, God rest they them souls, <laughs> um, said on Facebook. I think her final words were, "Wouldn't uh, it just be God rest their soul anyway?" <laughs> um, one of the last things that Alexis Arquette did was out Will Smith for sucking his manager off. He, she, she, they, yeah. I, see, I don't even know what to say here. Alexis said. Oh, Will's first wife divorced him because he had a, a big old mouthful of his manager's penis when she came home from work one you day. You can't be sus. In the black community, you can't be suspect. No. 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 I think that's... that's so, your people up. They are here. They snatching your people wait, up. Wait, so you think Alexis killed it, it itself? No, it was AIDS. I mean, technically, if you want to play it that way, yeah, unprotected sex. That's kind of a slow suicide, but no. So was this in the choke jerk and that we talked about? <laughs> no, no, that was actually Owen Wilson. <laughs> Owen Wilson tried to choke jerk himself to death. See, here's a recurring someone... bit on the show: is anytime yeah. you mean Hobbs, James Carradine, whenever I hear choke jerk, I immediately go to uh, David yeah. Carradine. Yes, he's the know. he's Owen the Wilson. only one. Yeah. No, we've talked yeah. about Robin Williams suicide Robin so Williams. many times. Anthony yeah. Bourdain and Hans goes, "Oh wait, yeah. he choke jerked himself to death." Yeah. No, it was just a regular <laughs> choke. It was just a regular old suicide, Hans. Although I guess if you're going right. to kill yourself, you might as well throw that yeah. in as a last treat. Why not? It's not like they're reporting it. You know, no the one's going to say oh, you treat. To get a That's what out. they used to call it yeah. back in the fifties. Yeah. Sad man's treat. Is is there some sort of <laughs> What uh, I've just never understood the choking aspect. I just was like, whatever. Yeah, I'll be over here being There's something hot normal. about it. No, it's face, like you know? I don't. I don't know. It's like you know, coming is good enough. I don't need. <laughs> I don't need something. I don't need something on my throat. Uh, not allowing oxygen to get into my body. I can just hey, I'll come. Yeah. It, that's, the other, that's nice. The only thing. <laughs> the only thing weirder for that is when uh, I. This is, I mean, this is not a story I was expecting to tell, but. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, I think I did. I think I did. 
there was a girl that I was dating and, and there, you know, you get mm. to know each other, you get more comfortable and then they, people request things. She happened yeah. to request uh, having her air cut off. And I said, I can't do this. I've seen cops. That's how those guys <laughs> end up on cops saying she wa- she asked for me, man. She wanted. I was like, you're asking me to stop a yeah. bodily. She just pulled up the George Floyd live. video. Said, yeah. please do. Yeah, we do. Could we try this out? I was like, I can't. Uh, sorry. Needless to say, that that relationship ne- the, isn't a thing anymore. Hasn't been. Wasn't. After wait, that. hold but on. So, that's so, why, so I was like, whatever. Hey, wait, if, you're gonna, if you don't think me choking you is like something you can handle for the rest of your life. Yes. Yeah, so, so hold on. So are you saying another, that another night? I, are you, are you saying that being with a girl that likes to have her life? put on the line every time she has sex it's not a stable thing to I'd go say for it's a slight red hmm. flag <laughs> it's like that's yeah, it just a, maybe maybe yeah. uh, maybe not maybe you figure it out maybe you talk to each other and you figure out a safe word and right. you got all that kind of stuff going on whatever <laughs> it's either your thing or it's not happen to not be my thing risking the rest of my life in ass pounding prison <laughs> for 10 minutes of a slightly heightened orgasm for a girl. Sorry, I weighed those two things and mm-hmm. I said, you know what? Yeah. No. I mean, it could have been worse. Yeah. Could have got, oh, could you put some cuts in me with a razor blade? You ever meet a girl right. like that? Hey, could you burn me with a lighter? First girlfriend no. was a cutter, and I and uh, I told her stop doing that. Or, or hey, or cut it out. You. Did you ever play games and then with she it? Was like, yeah. <laughs> I'll show you who's leaving. <laughs> listen listen i like you i think you're cool you introduced me to uh you know invader zim i think you're cool (laughs) i think you're a cool guy i i I, i'm happy uh, you dated i also love the smiths yeah yeah Yeah, the smiths are cool like i don't think i can uh handle you cutting yourself fucking every, every time i sin. hang out with my friends instead of you this is a yeah. little bit of an overreaction <laughs> every every time i have a beer you you make me uh sing a the cure song to you so you feel better <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oof. god damn yeah anyway uh nobody uh <laughs> that's what this movie was missing nobody was well, uh, <laughs> i don't, I don't a think i girlfriend uh <laughs> I don't think uh, I don't think it ever got boring. It kept moving. No. It kept moving. It, it's it's it, it feels like which is what I was saying over us before we started recording. It feels like like maybe episode six of like a nine episode series where the character finally wakes up and he's like, "All right, well, you know what? I'm actually an ex-military badass type of thing. So I'm gonna do a bunch of shit that." Uh, you know, I'm going to send my family away and to deal with this Russian uh, karaoke singer thing. But there, there, there's not much substance there for him. Which to, was very, only, very only God forgives. If you when you watch that, yeah. you can really feel all of Ily- he's a younger director. He's only about he's I think he's 34, maybe. No, he's maybe he's 38 or something. I, I don't know. He's not incredibly old so all the stuff he grew up on or still watches i feel like he just it's gonna influence you no matter what you know well 
I hate I to feel break like to you, but uh, he he actually passed away in 2003. Ilya Kazan. Uh, nobody. <laughs> He's dead? <laughs> what? Yes, he, this is actually He's a, 37, a post-mortem man. film. Yeah. Most, most people Ilya. don't know that. Good old Ilya. It's just What's your favorite there, Ilya you know? Kazan film? Uh, probably just on the waterfront. I mean, that's, right. That's yeah, I think that's one. it. I think that's it. And you know, and that scene that everyone talks about, he was like, "Whatever, you guys figure it out. I'm out of here." I, yeah. I believe he that's the like, way the story goes. Oh, he said, "I'm nobody." He's like, I'm Russian. That's, that's the quote. <laughs> yeah, I'm Russian. I don't know anything. What human emotion? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. No. I I noticed that. Uh. You know, the trailer to Nobody promoted that this was also from the producer of John Wick. And they're mm. teasing the idea, well, maybe this will cross over with John. Maybe there's going to be a John Wick, nobody, nobody. shared universe. <laughs> I'm going to say that's not going to happen. I think maybe there's an <laughs> outside chance of Bob Odenkirk doing a guest starring appearance on that Mel Gibson, John Wick show that they're doing. I don't know yeah. if you guys have heard about they're that. Doing show? With Mel Gibson as the lead. They're, I think mm. it's about the, oh. uh, the hotel, the Continental. Oh, you know what? <sighs> I'm in. I'm in. I'll watch it. <laughs> Mel Gibson's in it. I'll watch it. If one way or the other, it's it's got to be at least worth his time. Which that, you that know, he's done. Interested. He, I know. I'll check out anything that has Mel Gibson. I checked out yeah. Force of Nature, yeah. that Puerto Rico hurricane movie where he's I, an old I, cop. I never watched it, but I I was like, yeah, this, this seems like something I'd be into. Well, how I was did, it? It was. Um... <laughs> Well, you know, for, look, I, I got it for he? like. How a, was he? How he's, was he? he seemed kind of tired. He seemed tired. like he needed a nap. Yeah, was he, was he looking sitting at down was he, for most of it. Was he fat, like on that movie where he's a fat driver? Fat Wait, no, driver. that's uh, that's. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking of. Hold probably, on, I'm thinking. Yeah, of, no, 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 I'm thinking of. Batman. No, I'm thinking Batman of, wasn't uh, bad. Of yeah, Gladiator guy. Who's oh, the, Russell Crowe. You're thinking on him? No, I'm thinking. This is the same, you know. It just looks like Jake Jake Russell Crowe, Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Russell Crowe, Mel Gibson, very similar. That's a that's Um, a that's an entertaining movie as well. That would be a pretty good double feature with nobody. It's unhinged and nobody. I think the ninety minute movie is making a comeback this year. This is not the only one. Candyman was the other one. Candyman, which was Mm. such. And it, they, not even white people are human in that movie. The cops are just <laughs> rabid dogs. Uh, that movie's insane. It feels like a Family Guy parody of a Spike Lee movie. Really? Yes. Yeah. Maybe He's that's bad. his. Maybe that's his gig now. He's like, Haha, I'll just do. I'll do it so obnoxious and get paid that. Uh, How many more times you guys want me to make this movie? Six, seven. All right, we'll call it something different every time, and here we go. That's the game. Dictionary Jordan Peele. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that's kind of a bummer. That. That's kind of a bummer. Cause uh it it less it's a it lessens other things that those people accomplished like earlier on, I feel like. That it, it, I it, at least in sports, it gets to a point where people are like, This is embarrassing. Like sports fans, <laughs> like right. artists will be like, Well, he's still still out there making it, but deep down you're like, he needs to stop. He needs to stop. That's how I feel about Tim Heidecker, especially, is Tim Heidecker was great. But now you watch anything of his. I mean, I like Mr. America. I don't know if you caught that movie, Tim. But uh, Mm -hmm. aside from that, it's just insufferable human being. I was I was going to ask earlier, is is Bob Odenkirk and David Cross even like on good? Are they friends now? I know they did the Netflix revival, but uh, that was also six years ago. Yeah, it was it was whatever. It's like you would expect 
from I guess Mr. Show in the twenty when did that come out? Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen. Yeah. Uh no, he's uh oh, well he's in that um animated show that's based on a Twitter account called Chicago Party Aunt. Uh he's he's in that and then he's just been doing better call so that's it. Apparently he was on Halloween Kills, but only as a credit. Oh yeah, no, no, no. He they they so there was some guy who gets killed in the original Halloween, like yeah. a kid, and they couldn't get the rights for whatever reason to the kid's image, so they just put in a like a high school photo of Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, yeah. Which fine. Whatever. But besides that, cares? no, yeah. you got you, you. He's got better gold salt to fall back on, and then just he's a. I will say that he is one of those actors that. He like the tone of what the director is doing. He somehow finds a way to blend, no matter what. Because what uh, Nebraska, I'm thinking of, is he was exceptional yeah. in Nebraska, yeah, and he's yeah. he's not like he's comedic in the right way, and mm-hmm. his delivery and his persona and the way he does stuff. He really, I think, is an under under uh, used actor in some in some respects because he really is uh, well, nuanced. He- do you guys feel like that um, sketch comedy actor uh, working on real, like, dramatic things has kind of died off? Because I feel like Will Forte is someone that's really good whenever he tries to not be funny, I guess. <laughs> but 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 I don't know how, like, how much that still exists other than, I guess, Bob Odenkirk and, like, a Will Forte you think about. Mm. I mean, they, they tried with Tim Heidecker for a while. I know he started popping up in Bridesmaids, and then he did Us, and that doesn't really seem to work. Kind of takes you out no. of the movie each time. What was that movie yeah. where he played himself? Uh, comedian the comedy. Or something? The comedy. comedy. That was the essentially... The pretty good. It is pretty yeah. good. And I really got the sense where that I was like, uh, I think that's just how Tim Heidecker is. I think he's not somebody yeah. I ever want to hang out with. Ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rick, Rick Alverson in general is a fairly good director. I enjoyed that in entertainment, the Neil Hamburger movie. Greg yeah, Turpentine. I didn't see I didn't see that one, but I did see Neil Neil Hamburger uh, live, bef- and uh, I just thought his act that dude was just on a, his own. He's just in his own oh, yeah. arena, and yeah. it's amazing. I thought that I thought seeing him get starting to get booked back on like Conan way back, like when Conan was still good. That uh, seeing Neil Hamburger on those shows every time he popped up and you're just waiting for him to just pull the rug out from everyone. He'd make the terrible jokes, the terrible jokes, but they weren't offensive. And then he'd say the worst thing he could possibly think of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just watching people turn, I just, I never got tired of that. I don't know why. As far as stand up, well, he's, uh, he's probably the closest thing we have to an Andy Kaufman type. I was character. about to say that, yeah. I would say. Sam Hyde. A friend of mine and I said Sam Hyde is the closest thing that we have to a modern day Andy Kaufman, who is like a wrestling, like wrestling women type of thing. You know yeah, yeah. I mean? like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That stage of st- <laughs> that stage of Andy Kaufman. That's how I feel. Oh, yeah. About no, that. that's a that's a that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> what what else is uh, Bob Oden? Did you I see mean, what Breakfast is- with Blazy? <laughs> Did you see that movie, no. Breakfast with Blazy? Okay. If you've never seen Breakfast with Blazy, you're about to watch like a time capsule of that that shows 
Andy Kaufman was so far ahead of the game, so many decades ahead of everybody that nobody even got what he was doing anymore. Uh, but you should watch Breakfast with Blazy and uh, and uh, uh, my Breakfast with what's it? Dinner with Andre. Oh, my Dinner, Dinner with, with Andre. That that's uh, that's one I enjoy quite a lot. That feels like a, a predecessor to the podcast, essentially. That, then y- yes, then you will like <laughs> Breakfast with Blazy because it is literally <laughs> Freddie Freddy Blaze. Yeah, yeah. All it's, right. Uh... It's literally just a breakfast of Andy Kaufman and this wrestler, and <laughs> they are just sitting at some cafe <laughs> or diner in the, in California in L.A. and it's just them having breakfast, and it's insane. It's so good. But he has like a little lead up, like they do like a little stand up. It's like talking, you know, just like uh, well, what's his name on the way to the dinner kind of gives you the backstory a little bit before they get there. It's, it's well, you amazing. got Freddie, Freddie Blasey, who was a wrestler who played a character that was like a fancy, like, like a dandy type of character. So you have that character playing against Andy <laughs> Kaufman wearing like his neck brace and shit still. So it's just <laughs> right. that, that those two characters going head to head against each other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, this is it's, free on uh, Tubi. I'm you know what? I might give this a watch right after the show. I'm kind of intrigued yeah. by this. I think you if you're somebody who likes dinner with Andre, then that is that that you'll probably get more out of it than most other people, mm-hmm. I think. Have you ever seen Heart Beeps? Mm-mm. No. Hans, can I we pull up the trailer Heart Yeah. I downloaded it. I never I never actually saw it. Much better production design, costume design than yeah. Matrix Resurrections. I'll say that right now. <laughs> uh, I, let's let's take a look at Heartbeeps. This is an Andy Kaufman uh, led feature from the mid to late eighties. Place of robot. Oh man. I think Victoria Sweeney or somebody like that might be in this film as well. Turn your head around. Well, that's uh, that's that guy. What's his name? Uh, is that Randy Quaid? The, yeah, Randy Quaid. Uh huh. Early Randy Quaid. Is that a Rod- Rodney? No, it's not actually Rodney. It's some in- impersonator. This is the entire movie, by the way. This is like a yeah. hundred minutes of this shit. It's robot puppet jokes. It's yeah, yeah. and it, it's not good. Of course not. Can well, we look see? at the effort that went into this? Yeah, I know. That's the you know? one yeah. big upside. To it. It's good for the trailer, but trust yeah. me, you don't want to stick around for the movie itself. Wait, you want to sit around two hours watching this? And they've hardly shown Andy Kaufman in the trailer. Mm. There's romance, there's raccoons. There's raccoons. <laughs> Even people. That's, <laughs> That's a very early Randy Quaid. That's too. SNL era Randy Quaid. I bet they I bet they wrote that. That might have been an ADR performance with a cheaper actor or someone from the crew. And they were like, we'll get Ronnie Dagerfield, don't you worry. And then they didn't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. I bet they had so many plans for the, the types and names they would have do certain robots. And then they're like, we can't afford this because somebody saw dailies and we're like, this is dumb. It's pull the plug. It's stupid. It sucks. <laughs> that would be a great insufferable episode of Civic TV for the future is if we throw on hard 
I just watch Jerry gradually get madder and madder as it escalates. Uh, I would I would like to suggest that you guys watch Blood Car for a Civic TV. I would love to watch you guys watch. Blood Wait, what Car. is it? Blood? Let's check out Blood Car. What is this? About? Blood Car. Uh, so you remember Too Many Cooks, right? Yes. That, oh. That one. The oh, the production team that did that. I don't know if it was the writers and directors. But they did a movie much earlier, and some of my friends found it, and I watched it, and it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> it's not great, but it's kind of funny. 63 thumbs up, 20 thumbs down. This is promising. Like <laughs> yeah. From now. Gas prices are at an all-time high. <laughs> Nobody drives anymore. Not even truckers. And a trucker who doesn't drive? Well, you know. What? You know that saying, if you can't see <laughs> and people still say that, but they don't drive cars. And teenagers having sex in cars, that still happens too, but in graveyards. <laughs> this is a story about a man who decided to change all that. It's a story about his invention. Ooh, what a 2006 guy. Did you see that yeah. hairdo? It's a story about you. Frequently hilarious. <laughs> San Jose Metro. It's got. This story is called. <laughs> very, uh, Damn. very weird, but it has some Anna Clumsy. Wait, is that? Wow, it, yeah, that, yeah, that Anna girl Clumsy from, is in it. I yeah. forgot. And you could tell they have naked for not many days. Uh, I think there's she, one scene where she's supposed to be or whatever. Hell yeah. Well, there is a funny, too. there's a, it's kind of a, you know, they have a couple of titty moments, but they're usually pretty <laughs> funny. Like you can tell that they were probably contractually obligated to do certain things to get money. Like her, like she does a flash or whatever. So tune in for that. But uh, she like, her, Anna Klumsky, and like a bunch of the other girls. I, I don't know. It just looks like such an uncomfortable shoot <laughs> in, in places. Like it looked like it's such an uncomfortable shoot in places. But it is. there is some moments in that, especially the ending, where it's really kind of brilliant and oddly prophetic because it's about a blood car, a car that runs on blood. And, <laughs> and it's about a vegan. And there's like this vegan element. It's very weird. It's... What's the year on this? Worth movie? watching it. Worth watching it, though. <clears throat> I don't know. It's got to be 20, 2004, three, four. Five. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a while. Maybe six. Maybe it, it six, or seven. six or mid, seven. Mid aughts or so. So, yeah. yeah. That, that sounds about 2007. Right yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of, because back in those days, I don't know if you know this, Hans, but you in America, you used to be able to go into a store that had movies and you'd look around at all of them yeah. and talk to your friends. And it was a thing. And now, uh, you know, people don't do that. But our friends used to walk in and be like, what the f- f- hell is this? We've yeah. got to watch this. Look at this ridiculous box. And that was what it's what sold it on uh, on Blood Car. Like it was yellow with black. It was very like Kill Bill ripoffy, and it just said Blood Car. And you're like, all right, bunch of guys. Well, you got first the, movie. You got the girl from My Girl, right? Yeah, that's who she like. Who they, that is? They got Anna Klumsky, and uh, she would make a comeback, a little bit of a comeback anyway. A couple of years later, I think she wound up on Veep or some HBO show like that. Oh, a uh, dude uh, that <laughs> went to. 
Emerson with a friend that I went to high school with dated <laughs> Alex Mack for a while. And I ran into her. Hell in yeah. I ran into her in New York once. And you guys will appreciate this because it was one of those moments where I was across the room observing it play out. And I was like, I got the full story, but I don't think anyone else did. This is what happened. Uh, there's what's I forget. What's her, I forget her name. Uh, I forget the actress's um, name, but uh, Larissa, Larissa Olenek, Olenek. Olenek. Yeah, yeah. Larissa yeah. Olenek. So she's dating a friend of my friends and we're at this party and then <laughs> somebody puts on, it's in New York or whatever. Somebody puts on uh, Notorious B.I.G. Hypnotize, mm-hmm. which she, that's a very famous sequence from 10 Things I Hate About You, which she was in. And I hear like, it's a very distinct opening, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then I watch her like react, like somebody put this on to, to fuck with me because they do it all the time. One of those faces on her mm-hmm. and like turning around, reacting to the song. And I was like, but I watched the person who just put it on, uh, not, not thinking anything of it, but I just watched her seethe. And I was like, that must stink. Cause that's a good song and you probably can never enjoy that again. No, Larissa, I bet no one has ever let you enjoy. Wait, hold on. So are you, are you saying that it, are you saying that it sucks that Alex Mack can't enjoy a notorious VIG song? <laughs> well, I really know how to layer the perspective here. The, uh, well, I'll say this. It looked like she was so, so uh hurt <laughs> that she was going to melt into a puddle and just disappear down a vent <laughs> right there's, there's another reference yeah only 90s no, it, get that one I, <laughs> yeah remember when they made t1000 melt and then everybody melted in everything mm-hmm. as soon as mm-hmm. people figured out how they did a special effect it was just well that comes back to the you go bullet time everything has bullet time after that first matrix boom that's a callback 300 bullet time uh dread dread has bullet time right yes. you know what? that's what nobody that's was a, missing is is bullet time good, hamlet good. 2 missed bullet time i haven't heard your thoughts on hamlet 2 really well, we, we talked about it for like six minutes <laughs> at the beginning of the show uh right. I, listen i like Hamlet. or not too. anything in depth on it oh, yeah <clears> yeah i enjoyed hamlet 2 quite a bit um it's a it's a fine comedy if you look the humor of it is very like of the era which is, uh, yeah. you know, kind of late Apatow, but not really. It feels more South Parky, uh, more Avenue like Q. Snydery. I, I feel Ross like Snydery. I feel like if you're writing backwards, okay. So you're writing you're writing backwards from how do we make a general audience happy to see a theater production end up on Broadway <laughs> and have the guy end up with his childhood crush of Elizabeth Shue. And yeah. have everything work out for the guy in a real way. Because he's also walking with his ACLU lawyer at the end. So you work back, they work backwards, I think, from there. Because they start, if you remember, with his acting reel, mm-hmm. which is just, and then it's him doing the British voiceover through the whole thing, which yeah. general audience wouldn't get that that's the same guy. And he sounds like Cena, and what else is he in? Uh, Getting a he's, he's it getting starts a, with like Jack Lalane Juicer, which is a non-speaking part, right? A non-speaking role in a commercial, and he's doing like doing the over-exaggerated acting. Then he gets a principal, uh, another principal part 
non-speaking, but he gets to quote unquote breathe the poet's breath, which sounds a little like he appreciates the horn going up his ass. Right. When you really yeah, break he's down, very, he, he's very much like, "Come get me, Cena." Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, oh. like yeah. <laughs> his performance yeah. in that moment is funny because <laughs> if you're if you just get to breathe a breath, most people are going to go. <sighs> but right. he goes, <sighs> like, <laughs> very different. I don't know. That's an actor's choice. Then it goes from there. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of behind the scenes of him living in Hollywood, thinking he's a big shot because he's done two commercials now. And then from there, or he's done a, uh, you know, he was on Xena and he's done a commercial. Then there, he got, his reel shows him in a herpes commercial for herpacol yeah now that yeah, yeah that is a that is an insider hollywood joke i think for that one right there and well, uh, it's a very i don't think you can make fun of that now like it's it's very no. much a 2006 2005 ish era of like yeah hey Bef- this herpes before is before everybody had it yeah yeah now, exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah now that everybody has it you're like eh, big deal yeah. everyone's like big deal oh, hpv same thing yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah whatever. right but his uh right. his performance there is just uh i think again hilarious because they freeze frame on a smile that says i absolutely have you know i got vd because i'm out here in hollywood and i'm trying to climb yeah. my way up the ladder <laughs> now i have vd so i'll do a herpacol commercial and i think my career is over and the smash cut from <laughs> The voiceover to this to me is where the he, biggest laugh in the whole movie comes is we must ask. He says what we must ask, where do dreams go to die? Smash cut. Welcome to Tucson, Arizona. Now, if anybody's worked in Hollywood and hasn't made it, you're you're ending up a day's drive away in any direction. <laughs> so have you guys ever have you guys ever been to Tucson? I have gone to Tucson. So when did you say that? Where, I, where I'm from. Tucson, Arizona is like the fancy place that my family members go to to like shop because it's like close to the border. So Tucson, it's like, yeah, Tucson is like America. So we go to Tucson to get cheaper clothes and cheaper shoes, which is my uncles and my, my, my entire Mexican family goes to once a year to shop in America. So I felt that. A hundred percent. Where it's like you think this is cool, right. you think Tucson is like a big deal, but it's really not at all. And then there's the the scene with uh, when he's like he gets the total stupid like dangerous mind picture of the kid and what his parents are going to be like, and he says, yeah. "You can't let your <laughs> ethnic narrow mindedness." keep prevent your son from being in the play and then edward wait, who is it edward james almost who wait, what's his name uh no 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 like, it's uh, uh not, off-brand uh, edward james almost yeah. it's almost like uh, yeah, yeah, Phillipsy. Yeah. you know he just popped up in yeah. a commercial for like chantix or something recently some yeah. some off-brand weird medical company he did a cameo brown, brown guy commercials. brown sure. guy with a mole marked brown yeah. guy that's right yeah. that's that's him yeah but he has like and a he's legit, like and he's like I've written concern. nine books. <laughs> yeah, right. I've written nine mm-hmm. books, and my wife has a my wife has a, a showing on what is it the the Guggenheim and Bilbao Guggenheim and yeah <laughs> Bilbao right Spain right, right. yeah mm-hmm. so he was like uh, and then he immediately wants notes he immediately changes his tune and wants notes <laughs> yeah. on his foot uh, I yeah, just he's like I'll, I'll, so he's funny. like I'll show you out and he's like can I just stay here and talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but uh, I don't know. I just think that, and I think there's also some throwaway lines where he says, like, uh, she said, I thought you were having a nervous breakdown when he's working on the play, when he's going through the writing process, which ends with him, like, pantsless, wearing a mask or something, standing right. in the middle of the room. Uh, he says, you got to go a little crazy to make great fucking art. And I think that's 100% accurate. <laughs> if it's going to be really good, it either has to be so bizarre that people are like, what the heck is now, going on? What's this Yudorowsky doing over here? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or, Let me you, ask or, or you have to go in a position, or if you have to do like, which is much harder in my opinion, you have to do Star Wars. You know, which is let me ask uh, Zores, how how many times have you been in your living room where your tidy whitey is just going like, I don't know, where am I going with this movie? I don't know where this character goes. <laughs> how about all those random scripts you get in the middle of the night that I just came up with? That's every single moment that precedes that. Hey, we got to do this scene. Hey, Hans, can you just get on Zoom real quick and f- we'll film this with your camera and I'll figure it out. We'll fi- we'll just stretch the 1080 so it fills up the, the necessary perimeters. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do that. Yeah, that, that's the the weird thing is I feel like that's kind of the future because you, you guys know Ryan, right? Ryan, who I work with frequently, Hive Mentality. He goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life. Yes, right. Uh, he and I are doing that that kaiju-esque movie and we're like night we're going straight 90s hackers with a lot of it and we're nice hell yeah we we do like discord calls and or i'll send him daily so what i'll do is like i'll just shoot then i'll upload stuff and then the next day i'll either shoot reshoots of what he wants or whatever but i feel like that's where for a while anyway (laughs) until we're allowed to be humans again uh i feel like that's what we got to do it's like fine there's just different just weird different methods i was actually looking at newgrounds before newgrounds.com wow. which i hadn't been on in is ages. that still a thing that's still oh a thing, yeah man. but the weird thing is is i went back and there's some talented animators people that stuck with it are kind of funny animators now um over there and it's very off off the beaten path obviously newgrounds mm-hmm. <laughs> so god uh, uh newgrounds is really where i feel like the entire stemming of, of any sort of like internet creativity you know began that feels like the launch point uh to me anyway from from what i can recall there was that there was adamfilms.com which was like a little short form uh film venue where you would upload your your short features but aside from that there really didn't seem to be a go-to outlet until obviously like youtube came up in what 2004 2005 mm-hmm. um and uh, that uh... Came out in 2004, sold to Google in 2006, and that's when yeah. I jumped on board. And then I entered two contests, had something stolen from me, and I was out. What happened? I think I might have told you. Did I tell you guys no. uh, that one? No. <clears throat> I, there no. was two contests that were happening <clears throat> right about the time I was graduating from film school and stuff. So I was like, well, I got time. I'll start a YouTube channel. Why not? So... Mm-hmm. There was two contests that were kind of overlapped a little bit, but one of them was uh, Miss the Boat was the song by, uh, what's the band? Modest Mouse. And they released green screen footage. So you could like put them in your video and make a video, whatever. But it was really just a a stunt to get people to come to YouTube, you know, Uh, get decent content creators essentially to start creating content on their site. And then the other one was... uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, the song was Charlie. 
And that one was first. So I saw that, listened to the song, got an idea, went with it. And I, I did it. And it was about, it was basically, as I said to anybody, it was Mary Shelley's Frankenstein meets the prodigal son told in a black and white B movie uh, format. You know, it was like I made a cardboard robot, all that jazz. <clears throat> then Miss the Boat, <clears throat> there was uh, <clears throat> a duo uh, who went on to call their production company Walter Robot. And Walter Robot was the character that showed up one month later in their music video for the other contest. So I was following both contests. I can't see why they were, weren't following both contests as well and just picked the song that had, they picked the contest that had a later date. I did the first one and then I was going to do the other one, but I couldn't come up with an idea in, in time. And I was like, I just finished that one. That's fine. Whatever. Uh, I didn't win that contest. But if you watch those videos back to back and know that they were uploaded within like a month of each other, uh, it you'll be like, oh, they totally ripped off Tim. Um, but those guys, <laughs> I researched years later when I was working on Dream of Me, actually, that short film I did. And I went and looked them up and they built a whole career off of building stuff out of cardboard in LA and one of the guys was a professor at UCLA and I was like fuck this website and I was done with YouTube after that and I was I I, I uploaded a couple of other things for friends but I I was out after that so but that was 2006 that's why I remember uh 2006 2007 they sold to Google and then they you saw your YouTube channel Loris but uh, oh well, hold on first of all <laughs> let's let's not skip over the fact uh Tim your your dream of me short film like you're yeah. you really are the master of like the di diy one man show as far as yeah. that like that looks extremely impressive and a anybody who mm -hmm. is tuning into this should check that out thanks <clears throat> thank um, you gumroad right yeah, it's on gumroad right now you want to plug your your gum i mean we're, we're gonna wrap up sure. shortly anyway so we probably should have done it. i'll include it in the yeah. description but i'm actually That's... i'm in the process <laughs> <laughs> i'm in the process of working on a sequel but I have to. I I have some other stuff that I'm doing, and I need to. I wanted to build a set for this one because I wanted to work right. on my carpentry well, and construction. But I was like, Are you are you still based in? Are you still based in like Delaware or whatever the fuck? I live extremely close to Hunter Biden. Not even joking. I could ride my bike over and see if he wants to hang out. I okay. I may do it. I may just. I may start you the should. Hunter. Yeah, isn't that every man's dream? The hunter, start a Hunter Biden fan club. And just like, <laughs> well, like, hey, you don't do. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. A, so you don't the do. Way, they're building a giant fence around that right now. So, so you you don't you don't do any drugs. You're all like, you oh, eat no, raw. I, no, dream of me. I was stoned pretty much the whole time. Okay, for like okay. a year and a half. I was. Stoned but now, pretty, but I worked out a lot and stuff, and I I did smoke okay. weed. But now, okay, but now you're like all like. You eat raw and like you're not into drugs at all. So I eat whatever people put in front of me. I don't want to be like one of those. Okay. <laughs> you know those people right. that are like, excuse me, but I don't eat that. I just, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give me the food. Yeah, I, yeah, I, like, yeah, exactly. Trust yeah. me, I've eaten McDonald's before. I don't, you know, my body. You eat for survival, animals. not for pleasure, is what you're saying. Yes. I just, so I, what? Or, or for, or for like, for pleasure when some, if, example, right? Tonight, there was a Brazilian, this, the house that I'm at right now, 
Uh, yeah, hell I might, yeah. I, I might end up squatting in, but there was this Brazilian... <laughs> you got some Rodicio shit. Yeah, I feel you. Some, there was some <laughs> Brazilian woman that was buying some furniture from us, but then uh, she she came back to pay me back with a sub from Jersey Mike's, which ironically I used to manage back in the day at Jersey Mike's. But right. I was like, I wasn't planning on eating tonight because uh, nice. I'd already eaten. And I told the other... The, the other lady that I run from, oh no, you don't need to worry about making food for me. I'm I'm fine. And then all of a sudden, food fell out of the sky, so I ate it. I'm not gonna not <laughs> eat it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but when it comes to eating raw, uh, yeah. if I don't eat raw occasionally now, I like my gut flora gets. It goes back to what it was, but it's not as right. good. It's not as good. Once you get used to your gut flora being like having raw animal products affect it, it it's weird. It's like uh, you also shit like a deer. I don't know what I, I mean. I don't want to <laughs> like be too graphic. <laughs> is that a like, lot? Well, like no, it's like pellets, no. isn't it? It's like pellets. Like it's because your oh. body's using. Listen, I, 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 as a, as a human. Thermal kind of person. I shit a lot. <laughs> so I How don't... much of your shit is just pure liquid, Haas? Pure hot liquid. I sh- I shit like three times a day, so uh, two of those three. Wow. Are like non non human. Okay. Uh, two two of those three are kind of like oh, all right. This this kind of hurts, but it's it's healthy. I Have guess. You ever notice your intestines <laughs> poking out? Just you starting to become inside out from shitting so yeah. much. No, no, it's just my hemorrhoids from sitting for ha- over half an hour. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know, have just I like, let's just you to wait. The pie chair? Do you want me to send you? But <laughs> I'm yes. When I'm, yeah. when I'm crypto, yeah, yeah. you know what? Send, send I may me. just yeah. yeah. That's a lot of money to me right now. But when I'm crypto, send rich, it. You're getting send a chair, me one. man. You're getting a chair. Trim, Tim. Listen, <laughs> listen. I've been. This is my bed that I'm sitting on right Can now. We so, uh, Should we turn this yeah. into a GoFundMe? Hell yeah! <laughs> right now. <laughs> if you're out there yeah. and you've been sitting, you know that it can be a challenge. Hans yeah. here does more you know? than anybody I know. Am yeah, I, but you're working because you're working. Not sitting on that PewDiePie chair. Uh, I, 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 I would love to sit on a PewDiePie. I don't think you can get a PewDiePie shirt in Costa Rica, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I sit on I sit on my bed that I that I shit on uh, there, constantly. Uh, oh, all right. This... <laughs> Is everything all right, Hans? Shoot, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> You know what? Um, I love that you're wearing a Dracula Soul Brother shirt while you're talking about this, too. Dracula, man. No, I'm good. You know what? Third World countries are not as bad as you guys think. Um, I don't know. Uh, you, hold on a second. You were doing civic TV. Hey, hey we, were talking about, we were talking about Hans. Yeah. You, you got all these cockroaches t- running around your house, don't you? Because you live fine. in a third world country, yeah. we're just making fun of him. And then he looks down, <laughs> it's fine. and he's got like a it's dead fine. one on the bottom of his foot. So that's it's really right. it's, that's the know, kind of living you're. You, they're you're pretty clean. Well, listen, they're pretty. Clean. They, yeah, they they, they 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 hang out, and they're like, you know what, your movie's kind of bullshit, so I'm not gonna <laughs> be here and be the roach about it. So you're like, all right, <laughs> fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, you you deal with a couple of them that are, are very judgmental, but besides that, <laughs> it's, it's it's all right. It's nice. Yeah. It's warm. Yeah, there's sunshine. Uh, yeah, you know, you never get mm-hmm. sad. 
No. So have you ever have you ever seen me sad on any of these episodes where I'm not like no, just very smiling sweaty and, like, and laughing. At, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you get a point. Yeah. Yeah. You look very Don't greasy now, better. though. I will say that. You look very shiny. <laughs> That's how you know it's going to be a good episode of movies. He's on shiny this time around. Dude. He's the, very, very sweaty. Does yeah. he have the glaze yeah. this episode? That's what, what people say in the comments. The section. James Brown hanky that you just <laughs> yeah. pulled out. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're good we're good we're good we're, we're uh we're supporting that blackula that's right black blackula so, yeah matters. going going yeah. back to the jordan peele thing yes. that's the problem with yeah. jordan peele jordan peele needs to go back to like doing a real like, no real jordan peele black exploitation no, black exploitation no. jordan peele is like oh, oh oh so you thought that i liked some um a rap uh, song, so that's cool. I'm 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 that person that likes like rap song, and that's it. That's great. What a great note to end this show on, wouldn't you say? Can I ask you guys a quick question about shooting by yourself in this current climate? Yes, absolutely. Have you, yeah. have you noticed that you are? If you're are are you jumping behind camera and in front filming yourself at times, or do you have somebody else off camera? Or? I do that. I, I uh, lowest. No, yeah. nowadays in New York, I have uh, I have a person that will you know do that for me. But if I'm in Massachusetts hanging out by myself, it's a lot of shit. I got to bring the lens yeah. with autofocus. We what, what we did for mm. the initial um, for principal photography on Mass State Lottery is we used some vintage lenses that did not have an autofocus component and they were very sensitive to motion. Um, so you would just constantly be adjusting that. And it was like, it, it's impossible to do that on your own. Mm -hmm. I've tried doing it many times and those are always like very close up shots. It's just my face yeah. occupying most of the screen. That's right. the only way to do that. But uh, there's definitely workarounds now. I mean, with, I have a couple of different cameras I've been using that it's no problem, but it's always going to be better if you have someone else covering yeah. that for you, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, have you noticed though that when you're when you're working with the same piece of equipment it gets to a point where it's like it's an instrument that you're so familiar with that you can find focal yeah. focal sweet spots easier Definitely. and and stuff like that uh, okay. yeah absolutely um you know, we we kind of do everything like the hard way when we do our shows. I mean, it's not yeah. like James Rolfar where he's like playing the game and then burning it to a DVD to put in his fucking YouTube video. <laughs> but it's uh, it's uh, <laughs> wait, you you don't want your your fat friend to uh say something very controversial? No, it's <laughs> just like, hey, listen, um, the fat um, friend say uh, anything that's not controversial. That's what that's <laughs> for. I'm I'm bad at being a fat friend. That's the thing. Like I, I need to just like grow. Well, you don't look fat. Nobody like, nobody sees the show and thinks you look. You're fat. You're talking about yourself, dude. <laughs> I need I need to. I thought you were talking about. I you were talking about no. someone else entirely. I need to grow a little bit of more fat. Yeah. Well, um, you remember? Uh, no. Do you ever hear the story? You know, Masters Masters of the Universe was pretty cool. Uh, I don't know. Is that right with the Kevin <laughs> Smith know. one? <laughs> yeah yeah i didn't see it you know i'm i'm, I'm no, i don't I'm watch a lesbian. Shit. I don't know. oh yeah <laughs> i don't know 
That's great. Anyway, yeah. Um, I've been, no, it's been like, uh, I think it's like nine nine days for me to get there. And uh, I've I've just been working out really hard so that I'm not like fat. (laughs) I was going to say, I mean, uh, (laughs) if you want to know how to lose weight, you just got to listen to actors. Because yeah. uh, they do it better yeah. than anyone. Uh, uh, That's right. During Ford versus Ferrari, I think, uh, what's his name? Um, Christian Bale. Christian Bale came. It was coming yes. off a dick, and he was fat, yeah. hugely fat in that. Yeah. Then he was yeah. super skinny again. Yeah. And uh, I think Matt Damon said, I went up to him and was like, dude, how do you do that? How did you <laughs> lose that weight? Like he just yeah, like, like a I crackers said, and an apple. Yeah, and he, he said, I yeah. don't eat. Yeah. I just eat. But the bare minimum. That, that, that's, that seems to that's be my the... diet. My diet is like a tuna can and like stuff on top. But of here, it. you know, stuff. Yeah. The stuff is a big jar of mayo. That's what you're failing to say. That's why you haven't <laughs> lost the <in> weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not good. It's like, <laughs> have you ever tried raw got, egg, like just got... raw eggs in the morning? Yeah, Hans. Huh? Why don't you just have raw eggs? <laughs> it's. It's, that's uh, a way to hey. That's a way to keep protein, keep healthy. Not just for guests yeah. anymore, man. I tried just to drop some eggs. Are you drunk right now? You flexing for the camera? <laughs> I thought you see. Han said over three he months ago, going I'm going to stop drinking he when I do the show. He kept going off camera. Just, and I, and when he came back, I was like, uh, I think. Uh, oh, that explains the shine. Uh, that explains. Oh, that, there you go. I mean, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Tim, let me tell I'm you, good. thank God you didn't do Civic. This new season we're doing, Hans literally <laughs> took his shirt, his pants. He Listen, picked the movie out. He Listen, picked out a movie and then left uh, and I went to bed. To, no, 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 no. He got in um, bed I... naked. We heard <laughs> off camera. <laughs> It was the most rude, unprofessional I've ever seen Hans on a Civic TV night. Wait, listen. So rare. This is a to- no toilet paper roll. You're starting um, to do Sam Hyde microphone I, now. You just blew I, I, your I, mic I, out. I, I did a couple of um, Sam Hyde rolls on uh, John Travolta movies, where it's just like, "Oh, cool! You're you're the tough, the tough guy. I guess I'm 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 tough. I'm, I'm not very tough." at all so it's just like yeah, yeah but you a, you look a, like you could be that's it's, the secret it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of piss yes it's it's, it's yeah it doesn't it doesn't it, it doesn't work <coughs> well on that note i think that's the end of this episode of movie. we just got to almost a two hey, hour as a okay subscriber, as a subscriber to your gum road before while i have you uh is it better to subscribe to your Patreon or your Gumroad? Uh, Gumroad has been... Di- I didn't even know I still had Gumroad, to be honest with you. Tim. Uh, you know, I've been watching... I've been watching... Uh, maybe I'm the only person listen, over there, but I've been watching... Because um, they've made uh, that Tom, platform a little bit better. Yeah, t- t- Tom Green is, is pretty good for that movie. Freddy Godfinger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freddy Godfinger <laughs> God, is... Uh, dude, you're losing it now. <laughs> Keep going. Holy shit. We got to keep going. <laughs> no, no. I think that's it.
the that's that's definitely it. Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah, you're right. Gumroad is much better. It's a lot easier to navigate content now. But yeah, go over to. Pa- yeah. I'll hook you up with all this free shit from yeah. Patreon. I didn't know yeah. you were on Gumroad I, on my I don't Gumroad. Do that. So. I, don't do, I don't do that. Yeah, that's right, Tim. That's right, Tim. I don't, fucking. <laughs> I don't do that for friends. People are always like, "Hey, man, you're my friend. Can you give me a deal? I don't want your wife and your children to have a lot of money. That's so rude." I think like I get I guess um, for friends. So I guess so we can get I guess we can get from these movies that uh, the Adams Family movie with uh, Raul Julia is great. Yeah, go go watch that. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. No, I want to do a Raul Julia retrospective for this show. I started watching it. There's I'm a documentary down. on Amazon yes. they did on him. He's from great. A year ago, he's, he's amazing. He's Some great. would say yeah. the best actor yeah. of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gone too soon, Raul I, Julia. I, for sure, I don't disagree. Cheaper, that, uh, cheaper by the dozen, too. Another Raul yeah. Julia classic. Okay, that's been. Yeah. Hey, go check out Tim's uh, shorts. Check out Tim TV, and um, you, you just check out the description. You'll find Tim Stavers everywhere. Tim, you're gonna have to send me some links so we can plug you. Yeah, appropriately. I'm trying to just. Tim. I'm trying to just make TimStavers.com where people i'm trying to put embed like all my gumroad we, buys mm-hmm. things but we love we love tim we wish you would uh go up to uh record what we're doing in boston but we get it you're in like i could, where are you delaware uh, where I mean, are you <laughs> i can't it's hard for me to get over certain bridges uh because i'm right. pay, paid to be going over them for so long but right, i right. can still go north up through the Hudson i mean i don't Valley. I mean, I don't. Get that doesn't well, hey, l- listen. If, yeah. Open invitation. If you want to join us in our one bedroom apartment for a couple of days. Last time we yeah. were in the studio, we're we're moving on. Hey. We got bunk beds this time. Hey, dude. Hey, I, team. Hey, hey team. Talk, do you want to eat? Talk. Do you want? Do you want to eat peanuts for three or four days? <laughs> I, That's good. Peanuts and oatmeal weeks. for dinner. I I know that this uh, this looks like a, a nice little studio space behind me and stuff. This is a this is a bedroom in a house where I was renting a room from an old Hell man yeah. who, passed, who passed away and his livid nurse now and I are trying to move elsewhere. But I'm thinking I'm just going to stay. Uh, what's the bank going to do? Why not? <laughs> what are they? Yeah, they Why can't not? Yeah. forcibly remove you, can they? No, yeah. we'll find so, out. In the meantime, anybody's welcome to come and film here because it's there's plenty of space. Nice. I would just wear I would just wear shoes inside because they did not clean keep clean carpets. I'll say that. But uh, that's unfortunate. There you go. But that, I'm taking advantage of that trying to film there. Film there. So one room, be- one room, bedroom. I could do that. Nice. All right. Uh, well, that that's been movies for this week. I'm going to close this out while Hans is off screen before he gets belligerent again. Thank you for listening.